Hey, God bless you. It's Apostle Anthony Wilson. Happy Monday to you. Uh, so excited this week. Um, I have a message uh, from our Sunday service. This, this message was so powerful that so many people felt like they needed to hear it again. And so I'm posting it this week uh, onto my podcast. Uh, the message is entitled, It's Bigger Than Me. And it's for those individuals that realize that there are so many things in life that I don't understand from a micro level. And I need to learn to understand things from a macro level, that there's a bigger picture. And sometimes my individual struggle is a part of a bigger battle. And so we have to learn how that our individual decisions are so important to the people in our circle and the people that are around us, uh, a lot like Jonah, uh, that, that, that he's on a boat and uh, he's made a decision and people are suffering on the boat because Jonah needs to jump off. And so Jonah uh, ends up going off the boat and then the, the storm goes away. And so what is it? that God has called you to, whether positive uh, uh, or, or negative uh, from your standpoint, that he's asking you to do that, that, that is so important to his overall plan that you've got to submit to his will. You've got to trust in his sovereignty. You've got to reverence his authority and say, God, you're in control. I'll do what you're asking me to do. So I pray that this message blesses you this week. Uh, one other thing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I know uh, a lot of us are uh, in a still in a place of shock. Uh, NBA great uh, father, a husband, um, uh, Kobe Bryant uh, passed away yesterday with a, his daughter and a host of other people on a helicopter crash. Please keep those families in your prayers. Keep Kobe in his prayers. Keep Kobe in your prayers and uh, his family in his in your prayers because it's just a tragic, tragic situation. And it really tells us uh, about how um, fragile life is. It makes you really think about your own mortality. It makes you think about the fact that um, we're here one minute and we're gone the next. And and, and, and it's not about uh, uh, the duration of your life. It's about the donation of your life. And um, certainly those that have been around the sports world uh, who have watched basketball or any sport. Uh, Kobe Bryant has affected people in all sports because of his great discipline and work ethic and, and just a consummate, uh, consummate uh, professional, consummate work, uh, workaholic. You know, he tried to be the best at everything that he did. And it, it's sad that he doesn't get to spend the rest of these days with his wife and his children. And so keep uh, the Bryant family in prayer and all the families that are connected to this, um, that they want to release all the names. I believe all those names are beginning to come out uh, and people are uh, finding out who uh, else was on that helicopter. Um, but know this, that it's bigger than you and you want to live life on purpose. You want to live life for a purpose. Uh, so God bless you. Please enjoy this message. Uh, send me your feedback. Thank you so much for those of you that are contributing. Um, you are you are helping us to uh, continue to do full time ministry, continue to uh, preach the gospel uh, in places uh, all around the world through this podcast, um, even through uh, our church and uh, all the things that we're doing. Uh, it is supplied by God. Uh, moving through you as givers and supporters. God bless you and thank you. Please uh, enjoy this message.
Esther was a woman who was put in a position that she had no idea why she was positioned there. Wow. Some of you are positioned in your family and have no idea why you're in that family. Sometimes you feel so different from the rest of the family. Wow. But you're there because that's where God wanted you. Right. Some people are working on a job that seems just like a job, and you're not like the people on that job, but God put you there because he positioned you for his purpose on that job. Some people are in a certain industry that you don't know why you're in that industry, but God placed you in that industry for his purpose and his plan. And he needs you to know that you are there for a purpose. Everybody say, I'm there for a purpose. I'm there for a purpose. And watch this. Everybody say, life is bigger than me. Life is bigger than me. You, watch this, are a pebble in a pond. Yes. Now let me show you how powerful a pebble in a pond can be. Can I work on this just for a second? When you drop a pebble in a pond, it has a ripple effect. Yes. Sometimes we think our little drop in the pond has nothing to do with the rest of the pond. Wow. But when you drop a pebble in a pond, it begins to ripple. And sometimes the ripples become so small and minute, you don't even notice that there's still ripples happening. That's cold. That was cold. Turn around, tell somebody, I'm a pebble in a pond. I'm a pebble in a pond. And I got a ripple effect. And I got a ripple effect. You, you, you are important to more than just yourself. You are part of an entire ecosystem. Right. You are connected to the people around you. You are connected to the things around you. There are things about you that are important to me, and there are things about me that are important to you. And you've got to be careful about what you do with you. Amen. Because it's bigger than you. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's get into this text. I'm going to read a few verses for the sake of time, and I'm going to walk you through the entire story but I'm going to read a few verses to just get us where we need to be. Esther chapter 4, verses 13 through 16. Esther chapter 4, verses 13 through 16. Thank you, Pastor Joe, so much. He's got it up on the screen for me. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther. Now, this particular answer is coming because Mordecai had spoke to Esther, and Esther began to explain to Mordecai that what he was asking of her was something that was almost impossible because there were rules in place that kept her from doing it. What Mordecai wanted Esther to do is go to the king because there was a man named Haman that had launched the plan to kill all the Jews, and he had already written up the paperwork, and he wanted it sent to the king. And so Mordecai, Esther's cousin, has to remind her of who she is and why she's there. Turn around and tell somebody, everybody has to have somebody, everybody everybody has to, have somebody, somebody to remind them that your purpose is your primary focus. A lot of times, you're sitting in a spot and you forget that it's bigger than you. Because you're thinking about where you're at and what you got to do and what you can't do. How many always know what you can't do? Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. You're not going to wave at me, but you know what you can't yes. do. Uh, that's usually the first thing people tell me when I say, well, here's what God is calling you to do. Well, I can't Man, do. Come on. Right. Keep it real. And that's what Esther did when Mordecai came to her and he said, look, Esther, 
We need your help. He said, wait a minute. That's dangerous. Anybody ever felt like the things that God is calling you to do are dangerous? Right. That they're not very comfortable, not very convenient, not very safe for you? As a matter of fact, it may cost you more than you want to give up. You may have to stay in a place where you want to leave. You may have to hang out in a situation. You may have to let go of some people that you want to keep. Come on now. You, you may have to do some things that challenge you to the point where you don't want to do it. Anybody ever felt like, God, no. Okay. Right. Okay. right. Okay. Yes. Yes. I wish I had some people that would be real. Yes. 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 And so that's what Esther said at first. At first, Esther was like, no. What are you doing? What are you asking me to do? This is dangerous. The king has to call for me if I'm going to go and talk to him. And he hasn't called for me for a long time. So I can't just show up at his door. Okay. And so Mordecai, verse 13, told them to answer Esther. Do you think in your heart you will escape in the king's power? any more than the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. In other words, if I got to go through, then why don't I go through for what God wants me to do. That's right, that's right. Preach it, Pastor. I thought I'd get a better amen. That's that. right. If I have to go through, if life is going to be hard anyway. Right. Really? Because I know we think we can pray everything away three times, but uh-huh. speak it, believe it, receive it, and get rid of it. But, but, but what if I got to go through? Yes. What if trouble is just a part of life? What if stress is a part of life? What, what, if, what if going through problems is a part of life? So if I have to go through, then I might as well go through for the things that God wants me to do instead of the stuff that I want to do. Because so often I want to be just, just convenienced. But God will inconvenience you at times where you want to be convenient. You want this to be very simple and very easy. Y'all seen that commercial, the Staples commercial, where they hit the easy button? Yeah. Right. Anybody wish you can push the easy button? Yes. Oh, come on. Where to put people that be real at me, wave at me, say, I just want to push the easy button. I just want to push that easy button. Boy, I wish I could just push the easy button. Boom. And it's done. Yes. But there, 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 there are times where you have to go through anyway. Yes. Listen, Esther went through an incredible process yes, to be prepared for her position with the king. Uh, the Bible says in Esther chapter 2 and verse 12, just write it in your notes, that she had six months of, uh, of pampering and beautifying and then six months of, of learning how to walk and talk. And so they prepared her for her position. And it's interesting how people like to surround themselves with people who will prepare them for position and prosperity. But what they need to surround themselves with is people who will prepare them for purpose. Everybody's got a prosperity coach, nobody's got a purpose coach. Because people who are preparing you for purpose will ask you to do things 
that you may not want to do. That's right. People That's who right. are preparing you for prosperity always seem like the good guy. Wow. Mm. You want to listen to them. Like, oh, yeah, he's showing me how to make six figures. Oh, he's showing me how to do this. He's showing me how to make my life good. He's showing me how to be happy. But what if somebody's got to show you how to go through something that will lead to the purpose that God has put you on this planet for? Wow. Right. Wow. Preach. Right. Facebook ain't gonna give me no amen. YouTube ain't gonna give me no amen. Yes. I'm gonna just be all by myself. I'm gonna shout amen. 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 I want you to know something. Here in this particular passage, Esther is being challenged. Everybody needs somebody who will challenge you. I know we want everybody to agree with us. Just agree. Hmm. I'm good. They don't. It's okay. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> if you sit there and you do nothing, is that what God called you to do? Huh. No. Nope. You nope. need somebody in your ear that says, is that what God said? Right. Amen. You need somebody in your ear that's not scared of you. Right. Right. Come on, girl. Nudge your neighbor and say, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Listen, you need somebody that's going to show you this is what the word says and let you sit in it. Come on. Just walk away. Like, I'm not going to argue with you. Come on. You read it and you hear what God is saying to you, and then we'll, 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 we'll talk later. Wow. Mordecai says, Esther, come on. You think you're going to escape? You think somehow, now, now, now we got we to gotta backtrack. Because in that same chapter two, those of you that know the story, I know the ladies, they read the book and they know the, they know the story. But, but some people need to be refreshed. You go back to chapter two, and Esther never tells them that she's a Jew. Right, right. She keeps that concealed. So she thinks, watch this, that she can sit up in the king's house and be overlooked. But when these papers come, they're going to open up everybody's books. That's right. That's right. They're going to find out who you are. That's right. And you're going to have to deal with the consequences of who you are. So you can sit and pretend like it's not about you. Wow. You can sit and pretend like this ain't got nothing to do with me. Wow. Anybody ever be on their job and they know people don't know Jesus and they act like they ain't got nothing to do with me? That's a fact. I mean, anybody, anybody ever know the answer to the question and you keep quiet because it ain't got nothing to do with me? I'm not going to get involved now. I'm going to just let that go. I used to be, I, I was that kind of person. I kind of stand by and just watch and not say anything. And, 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 well, because I didn't want to be that person that just said stuff and it just be crazy and it just be off. You know, I was one of those people that I, I had to prepare myself. Yeah. See, they'll prepare. Esther was prepared for her position. Yes, she was. But she wasn't prepared for her purpose. Right. Oh. They took time, an entire year, to get her ready to step into her position. But nobody was getting her ready to step into her purpose. Right. It's so easy to get prepared for position and prosperity and promotion, but purpose? Mm -mm. Don't nobody even want to talk about that. People will send you to school to to, to get 18 degrees so you can prosper, but nobody's going to sit you down and tell you that thus saith the Lord. Because you know what? This world is all about making moves and getting up to the top. But what if God takes you to the top 
for his purpose and his plan, not yours. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now you got a battle. Yeah, I started from the bottom, now we're here. But now what you gonna do? You gonna forget God? Right. There's a whole lot of prosperity, uh, 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 prosperous people who started out sitting in pews in a church. Right, right. Now they got money and they believe something else. Oh, y'all, y'all, that's a fact. That's true, that is true. Y'all don't believe that? Beyonce started out singing in the church, y'all. Yes, she did. Come on. Now she so now she I don't even know what she believes. Yeah, I don't even know. She got her own church. I don't even know what she believes. And so we we got to be ready to hold on to our faith, no matter what God does with our life. That's right. I got to work through this. When promotion or prosperity comes at your peril, God is up to something. Well, a lot of times God elevates you, and it is not comfortable. Okay. Whoa, yes. As a matter of fact, God is moving you in a direction. You're like, I don't want to go this way. That's right. That's right. I, I want to go that way. Right. I don't want it to work like this. I want it to work like anybody. Anybody ever looked at life and said, this is not the way. I wanted it to work, yes. but yet God, you're still moving. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why you're still moving, why you're still blessing me, why you're still speaking to me, and this is not the life that I thought I would have. That's a fact. Yes, speaking to me. Yes. Esther actually came to the king's castle as a slave girl. Oh, y'all don't want to talk about that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Let's do a little history. Let's just dig a little bit. She, they went when Queen Vashti. Yes. I don't know this. Yes. She crazy. Yeah. She decided that she wasn't gonna obey the king. That's right. And the king said, "Okay, you wanna play that game?" <laughs> he went to his leadership. They said, "Look, if you let her get away with this, they'll be doing it all over the land." Right. We got to put a stop to this. So Vashti, she's still there somewhere in the palace in her little corner. Vashti's got a whole legend to herself. She became a very scary person. Yes, she did. Mm. Ain't nobody want to mess with her. Mm. Ain't nobody want to mess with Vashti right. because she's off in her corner with her own little harem and her own little peeps, and you can go over there. And so Esther gets picked out for this promotion. Now, let's really think about this. Mm. Let's be real. Let's let's mm -hmm. get out of our romanticized mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. picture. Right. This ain't no love story. This woman is Jewish, and she's being called to this Persian king. Right. Not because he met her, wined her, and dined her. Mm -hmm. She was one of many. Right. And will be one of many. Oh, Y'all yeah. don't want to get this. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. That's it. Because that. once she becomes intimate with the king, she's grouped in with the rest of the concubines. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody say, oh. Oh, oh. That, 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 ain't, that, ain't, that ain't how I want God to promote me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't want to be promoted into an ugly situation. Right. That's right. Come on. That's right. Let's just, let's just be real. I want to be promoted in, in the midst of niceness. That's right. I don't want my promotion to come with homelessness. 
That's right. right. That's right. Woo. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I don't want, I don't want my promotion <laughs> to come with taking a pay cut. In the spiritual yeah. realm. Wow. Now you got more influence and you just took a deep wow. Charge. wow. This was killing me all week while I was. Oh, God. Jesus. Because I, I began to look at her and I'm like, wow. She's not, ha she's not having fun like we think she is. She <laughs> this is rough. Everybody say, This is rough. This is rough. <laughs> you got to keep people around you that see comfort as an enemy. Not a welcomed oh, companion. Oh, oh wow. Oh, Lord. You got to keep people around that say, hey, we got to keep working. Oh, we got to keep praying. We got to keep pressing. Amen. I just want to give a little money and just relax. Amen. Oh, y'all. No, I ain't going to talk about that. I'm talking I just want to get the house that I want and I want to chill. I just want to get married and just be on a beach somewhere. Living my best life. I, I just. Everybody is pushing for something where they can get to a spot. Anybody ever? Uh, Y'all yes, gonna be real? Yes. yes. There is a spot and a time in your mind that you want to get to so you can relax. Yes. Oh my God. But what if that spot that you get to is the spot that God wants you to work in, not relax in? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, amen. And so you got to keep people around you that keep reminding you. Yes, right. Hey, we got to keep working. You're not done yet. Yeah, but I'm, I'm good, you know. I'm, 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 I'm going to take a few weeks, you know, to myself. And All right. But when you get to that place where you're taking a few weeks, that's not going to stop God from speaking through you at that place. Right. This is what we want to do. We're going to tell God, God, I'm on, I'm on vacation. <laughs> Don't give me no <laughs> prophetic word for that lady. Oh, God. No. Uh, uh, send somebody else. Isn't that what he said? Isn't that what he goes on to say? He says, uh, verse 14, if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. Turn around and tell your neighbor, your choice is yours. Your choice is yours. But everybody attached to you, everybody attached to you will share in the consequences. Will share in the consequences. Your choice is yours. Everybody say that. It's my choice. My choice. It's my choice. But you just have to know that everybody attached to you yeah. will have to share in the consequences Ooh, of that choice. Uh, right. yeah. Turn I tell somebody it might be generational. It might be it might be money. It might be privilege. But everybody is going to have to deal with the choice you make. If you say, because he said, Esther, you can be quiet. You don't have to do this. Uh, the late great Martin Luther King said it this way. That a man who has nothing that he will die for is not fit to live. Okay. Oh. If you right. don't have something that you're willing to die for, you're not fit to live. Everybody here, just 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 be real. If you don't have something 
which you're willing to die for, you're not fit to live. In other words, what are you willing to put it all on the line for? Because at the end of the day, you're not really living unless you're walking in purpose. That's really what he was saying. He was really saying that I'm going to put it on the line for something. And so often, that's exactly the opposite of what we're doing. We see what we need to do, and we try to find a way that we don't have to do it. Dang it. <laughs> but what if this is your moment? What if you were in this position for such a time as this? What if this is a historic moment for you? That you're going to have to stand in this moment. You're going to have to make a choice and a decision in this moment. It's bigger than my viewpoint. That part. Yes. If Esther looked at it yes. just from where she was at. Right, right. I don't know nothing about what's going on there. Right. She didn't even know anything about the letters. She's actually living good. Uh huh. She got maid servants that follow her around and take care of her. She is totally isolated from all the craziness that's going on. Anybody ever get yourself into something that actually makes you oblivious to what's really going on? Right. People got to stay connected to what's really going on. And you know why you do that? Because you don't want to hear destiny calling. You don't want to hear your purpose go because it challenges you. Anybody ever challenged by people's suffering? Anybody ever challenged by people's problems? Anybody ever challenged by the void that you see? And it's like, I just want to sit here and be comfortable. Why do I have to see this? Mm -hmm. Why do I have to know that that's going on? Wow. Because wow. it tugs at my heart and it makes me want to get up and it makes me want to do something. It makes me want to change where I am. It makes me want to forget about my own prosperity and think about helping other people. But I just want to close my mind off to that and just think about my little mm. us four and no more. Mm. It's bigger than my personal prosperity. Wow. Mm -hmm. God may bless you. So that you could be a blessing to others. Yes, that's exactly. God may let your business take off so you can give people jobs, not so you can just look popular. Right. Yes. God may be elevating you so that you can equip other people to make a difference. You think all the knowledge that you accumulate is just for you, but what if it's for you to disseminate to other people so that they can move forward? Yeah. Right. That's good. So if you keep silent. Oh, my God. You just sit back. You think you're going to escape? Oh. Trouble's coming to us all. Mm -hmm. yes. We all going to have to go through trouble. Yes. We all going to have to go through something. I may not go through the same thing you go through, but you're going to go through something. It's bigger than my <coughs> ethical perspective. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think that our right and wrong huh. is better than other people's right and wrong. Wow, wrong, wrong. But what if you got to get to the place where you say, God, what you say, that's what I need to do. Not what I say or what they say or what he say or she say, but what you say. And that means that you have to prepare yourself. Look at verse 15. I'm almost done. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, go gather the Jews who are present in Shushan, and fast for me. 
neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. My maidservants and I will likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, wait a minute. She's talking about her life. For most of us, it's not our life that has to perish. It's what's convenient for us that has to perish. It's what's casual and comfortable that has to perish. One of the things that American Christianity lacks is a will to do what hurts. We think that the Bible is about showing us how to make life not hurt. I don't read that. That Joseph on his way to the palace had to hurt. Esther in this situation, this 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 hurt. Abraham had to leave home. Come on. He nearly had to sacrifice his son. He wasn't doing stuff that he was like, ha. <laughs> Peter, Paul, Stephen, there are people in the Bible that had to go through things in order to accomplish the thing that God had assigned them to. Mm. What if the only thing you got to go through is what makes you uncomfortable? That, that, that's the beauty of living in America. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody breaking into the church, telling you believe in Jesus. If you say you believe in Jesus, bang bang, bang, bang right? Right. right. Not not. But what if it's coming? And you can't make the simple choices. Wow. You can't turn your show off for one week. Oh. You, 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 can't, you can't take some time away from kicking your feet up. What if you got to get up early to meet with a brother or sister that's in trouble? You got to say, if I perish, I perish. Amen. You said, nah, come on, Pastor. I'm, I'm telling you, your, your choices aren't as terminal as hers, but they're just as important because it's bigger than you. I'm almost done. You need to recognize when purpose is knocking. Y'all ready? Yes. Three things that you need that will help you recognize when purpose is knocking. Number one, purpose always requires you to sacrifice for the salvation of others. Purpose always requires for you to sacrifice for the salvation of others. That's what we see here in Esther. Esther's not sacrificing to get money. Esther's not sacrificing to be a big star. Thanks. You know, in our world, people sacrifice to be a big star. I know people that will sleep in their car for years just to hit it big. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. We won't do that so that somebody's life can be changed for eternity. That's a but if, if, if there's a million dollars at the end of it, if there's fame and fortune at the end of it, we know how to sacrifice. If it means if it means that, that that I'll be the number one in my industry, then I'll sacrifice. I'll stay up all night. I won't get no sleep. But if it means souls being saved, lives being saved, yeah. oh, I'm tired. Mm. 
God, what do I get out of that? Wow. Number two, purpose requires you to choose calling over comfort and convenience. Purpose requires you to choose calling over comfort and convenience. I promise you, the greatest enemy to our calling is comfort and convenience. I don't, I don't, I don't need to go to church. I'll sit at home and watch it on the internet. Come on. But what if you need to be there because God wants you to be there to help somebody else? What if there's a relationship that God wants you to build? Well, I'll, I'll do it online. Oh my God! Because I gotta stay comfortable. What, 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 what if what God is calling you to do is gonna cause you to have to sacrifice more time? I always pick on this, but I really think it really is a battle for people. Some people really do love sleep over God. Wow. Mm. Wow. Now watch this. I say that because the folks that's making millions, they don't even sleep. That's a fact. You're right. Early in the morning. You're right. They don't sleep. They don't watch television. They don't. They're not even on social media. They got somebody doing that for them. That's their manager. They'll never even go. They'll never even go on there. You know what they're doing? They're grinding. Right. They're working towards what it is their goal is. We are here for a heavenly purpose, and we don't even work towards it. Wow. Wow. Whoa. You can't say amen, say out. Last thing. This, this is the last thing I have. This is not the last thing. There's more, but this is the last thing I have. When purpose, when purpose calls, situations become secondary to obedience. When purpose calls, your situation become secondary to obedience. Now this is a big one. That's why I got to close on this one. Because most of the time, the reason why we don't do what we know to do is because of our situation. Pastor, once I get this right, I'll do what God said. Once I get this together, I'll be obedient to God. You know, once I lose a few pounds, I'll, you know, once I get my money together, you know, maybe if I get married, I'll, you know, maybe once my business takes off and I'm hitting, uh, you know, maybe once I get that new car, I'll. Wow. Wow. What if God calls you in the situation that you're in? That's right. What if the future begins now? What? Wow. You're looking forward to the future, and God says, no, your future is right here, right now, with the decision that you make today. Wow. And I'll prove Amen. it to you. I'll prove it to you. If I don't put the seed in the ground today, Huh. I yeah. can't expect the harvest tomorrow. Right. Judge your neighbor and say the future is now. The future is now. How am I going to say that 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 that? Oh, I, I'm a, you know it's first of the year, so everybody's trying to get in shape, right? Mm -hmm. yes. So I'm gonna lose 50 pounds by June, but you don't even start going to the gym. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what your future is. Fat. You will not lose that 50 pounds. <laughs> but guess what? If you start today, yeah, yeah. Come on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Speak to it. 
You say, you know what? I want to get to a point where I'm praying an hour a day, but you don't pray at all right now. I want to get to a point where I read the Bible from cover to cover, but you don't read it at all. I want to get to the point where I'm walking in my purpose, but you, you don't have time for that right now. Esther, you could be the answer. Mm -hmm. But if mm -hmm. you, you decide not to be, God may raise it up from somewhere else. But you still going to have to go through the same stuff that everybody else is going through. Worse. So why not answer the call? Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm standing here today because it's almost 15, almost 16 years ago, I got a phone call from my wife. We're in the midst of a situation that most likely was going to be divorced. And she asked me a question. She said, do you really want to do this? In that moment, I had destiny in my hand. Y'all don't think I did? If I said no, or if I said yes, I really want to do this, maybe somehow, some way, I would came across you and so many of the other people that we've touched with their lives. Maybe. But it wouldn't have been the way that it was. Amen. But when I said, no, I don't want to go through with this. Let's work this thing out. God had already set the path for what was going to happen next. One of the things about Esther that you don't know is that a lot of people argue about the book of Esther. Let me give you a little background. If it even deserves to be in the Bible. Hmm. One of the reasons that the book of Esther is in the Bible is because it tells us why there is this festival in the Jewish history, Jewish culture, called Purim. And Purim is the celebration of this moment. The Jews, watch this, were in a foreign land. And if Haman has his way, mm -hmm. there are no Jews today. Wow. Wow. He was going to cut them off right there. Mm -hmm. You got to know that your choice could have ripple effects throughout time. There are things that God is setting up now yes. that will be so relevant yes. in the near future. <clears throat> what is God saying to you today that is bigger than you? It's not about what is comfortable to you, what is convenient for you, 
but it's about what God is calling for right now in this season. There's one thing that I learned studying on Esther is that purpose should always be chosen over pleasure. We have been taught to choose pleasure over purpose. God is saying for people to hang in there longer than they would like. God is saying for people to hold off on certain things that they want to jump into. God is saying to other people that this time is not about you and about what you want to do, but it's about what I'm calling you to. What I want to do this morning, we got to get out of here, is if you know that right now is a very important moment for you, and there are very important decisions that God is calling for right now, I just want you to stand where you are, and I want to pray with you together. I feel like right now we're we're in a prophetic moment. The word history just means his story. And God has been writing your story. And there's been a lot of drama in it. Anybody had a lot of drama yes. in your story? Yes. Some people's story is an action thriller. Mm. I think my story is an action thriller. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, I watch a lot of shows, and it seems like once they get out of something, something else pops up, yep. and now they got to get through that. Yep. And, and, and it's a suspense thriller. It's, it's like, wow, what's going to happen? Some of us, our life is, is a cliffhanger. Right. And as we look and as we watch and as we think, we're wondering what's going to happen next. Anybody with me? Yes. You're wondering what's going to happen tomorrow. As soon as you get comfortable, something happens. And you say, God, why? And at the end of the day, that's just life. And whoever told you that life was supposed to be easy? Yes. Don't go hit them. <laughs> just, just know that they weren't telling the whole truth. That's right. And so lift your hands. I want you to say this with me. Lord, Lord. Today, today, I submit. I submit to your will. To your will. I trust. I trust in your sovereignty. In your sovereignty. And I reverence your authority. You are the author and the finisher of my story. I will follow your script. Greatness. Greatness is in me, is in me because, because I stay, I stay humble. humble. And as long as I stay humble, you will elevate me according to your plan. Okay.
according to your plan and your purpose, and your purpose in, due time. in due time. God, God help, me help me to be ready to, be ready. to preach your word, to, preach your word to, teach your to teach your word, to live your word, to live your word. Right, now, right now and from this day forward. This day forward no matter my situation, no matter my situation you are still God. And you are still in control. Lord, thank you that you never gave up on me. That you never quit. But you kept your hand on my life. I praise you. I magnify. I lift you up. For you are worthy of all the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, give God a praise.